Halito, and welcome to Native Chalk Talk, a podcast by Natives for all. Here, we're keeping our Native ancestors' stories and history alive, while also sharing with you our Native cultures, traditions, and more. I'm Rachel Youngman, a Choctaw originally from Anadarko, Oklahoma. I hope you'll enjoy this journey with me as we learn from our Native American guests. And stay tuned for the end of each episode, where we'll talk about some great ways to support Native causes and or Native-owned businesses. Let's get started. You're listening to part two of the series. Enjoy. So, and you'll see this here, like with the different song cycles, you know, like we just saw um, bird song. So this is Hosa Chio. So, but if you were to say in English, someone might say Hasa Chio Ha, right? Um, but I know this is in my language because there's an H over the A. Anytime we have an H in front of a word or a, a subject, it, they're talking about that subject. So you can drop off the H and it becomes mm -hmm. a Shah, which means bird in my language. But if you were to ask anyone out there right now, what does Hasa mean? They'd be like, I don't know. Because right. they never they were never taught that you add an H in my dialect when it's the subject of the sentence. Whoa. Okay. Right. So that, that's mm -hmm. the next level that we're going to be teaching the kids. So as you can see, our brothers and sisters, you know, the Mojaves, you know, we all had the same songs that were shared. Um, we had Eagle songs. Um, you know, this is what Krober, Krober is a big anthropologist that came through here. You know, I hope to one day meet them on the other side and be like, just thank you for everything you say for us. Aww. Um, even Spear, you know, he interviewed one of my relatives, um, to be able to say, Hey, these are all the songs when I came through cool. that are here. Um, Good question. You, you heard, you heard the creation story. Go ahead. Actually, you might be getting to my question. Um, I'm wondering why everything's centered around the bird. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. So let's let's go into that. Why birds? Because I think um, it'll answer a lot of people's questions of why animals in general. You know, I, what I want the audience to know is why are natives so close to animals? It's because they were the first. When somebody is first, they're your elder. So that's why you have respect for them because it was their home before us. Right. Um, and we're going to go into that. So Leslie Spear in 1920, um, he spent 12 days with my people um, and he did a really good job. It was from July, August in 1920. Um, so he his informant at the time was Jim McCarty and Jim McCarty was a, a he knew all the knowledge during that time. And what's wild is his grandson ended up being a head singer, a uh, bird, and I actually learned from him. So it was pretty cool to hear this story after I had learned songs from him, uh, from his grandson. So this is what he says, um, which follows in our creation story as told by Jim McCarty to Leslie Spear in 1920. It is the creation story I was told, but there are many versions of it. So that's also I want you to know there's always going to be many versions of it. Um, it's just about how good is your dream? You might be gifted to see it, um, but you got to have that heart. If you don't have that heart, You'll you'll never you'll never learn these songs. Um, the foundation of the story is about the first humans were birds and animals. These hills were always high, but in those days there was salt water on both the west and east side. Um, as a man emerged from the sea and opened his eyes so that he could see the sun, then another man undoubtedly emerged, but he could not see the sun for he was blind. There were two foxes, a silver fox and a common fox, which belonged to these men. The blind men felt felt about for his property the silver fox but failed to locate it instead he felt the common fox he asked the other is this my fox to which the latter the latter replied he said yes that is yours and the bland blind man knew that the one he felt was not his own so he made many animals the coyote the long-legged birds he also made the moon he showed the other man their reflection in the moon but the appearance was fleeting after the, the latter had gazed at this he turned to look for the blind man, but he failed to see him, for the ground had opened and swallowed him. The other then went to the sky. Now we hear the blind man down below. He causes the earthquakes. If I were to roll over quickly, the, the earth would turn over, but he rolls only a little, which causes tremors. The man above wondered where he was going to make humans. He reached into the earth. He placed the blind man, had descended to fill for something. He pulled out some red clay 
which he had made a man, and then second, near midnight, mid near, near midnight, he looked down to where they lay by a little fire he had provided. One still retained its shape, the other had fallen to pieces, so he made them over several times. The fire was still burning, and the man above, I hear some talking. There are some alive down there, the claimant answered. Um, so what gets interesting is, um, now that I've told you I made you, I will name you. I'll name you Ipai, um, and I'll name you Sin. Uh, which is man and woman. Then he said, I wonder what I will do with these two people. When the people left there, um, there was sea in all the country. The bed bugs were driven into the sea, so that it, is, it has been dry ever since. And the men went above with wildcat to instruct the men. So this was interesting. So when the creator passed, for some reason, he left everything to the wildcat. Um, and in our creation story, the wildcat cut his tail when the creator died. So that's why us natives cut our hair to honor honor anyone who passes in mourning. Um, so we learned that from the wildcat. And that's why today the wildcat doesn't have a tail. they like a little stub. Ah. The latter then told him how to count the months. Um, so at this point, the creator, you know, is sick. He's going to pass. Um, and the reason he's going to pass is because when he made um, the frog, the frog was in the shape as a human. And so the other four legged would tease the frog. So she had this thought like, oh, dad, why would you make me like this? And it was that thought that got him sick. So my teachers would always say, you know, we're the most powerful beings in this world. Be careful with your thoughts. You can, you can create anything. Right. Um, so, so Wildcat instructed the later, um, this is how the months. So as, as the creator would go to different places, that's how the months were born. So we're on a six month calendar that counts as a whole year. Um, and this is where he ends up getting sick. So he ends up going. Um, one of the clan men, the Kumut, was far in the east. But the big birds, the crane, the goose, the meadowlark, flew about saying that he was not sick. The time he fell sick was at, um, was, uh, they call it Nachupak, which is the month of Lakwal. He died in the month. He was nearly dead when they brought him from here. They first took him to Matanjipai, far north of here. Then they took him to Nyaharp, the sun's entrance, by Enyaharp, in the month of Lapsu. Then in Matabunyit, in the month of Lapnya. He was nearly dead. When they transported him from there, they took him home again, and he died. He died at a week of end. And this is your question. Why birds? The aforementioned birds gathered wood for the pyre which was completed when he died. He called in all the big blue flies. Then a big fire started. And when they saw it, they sent Coyote to investigate. Coyote returned reporting that it was false and that there was no fire. There was another fire nearby in the direction of Inyahap. Again, they told Coyote to see if there was a fire. Again, Coyote returned saying that it was false. And another fire started far east at Nyachupak. Again, they told Coyote to investigate. While he was absent, the big, Blue flies set fire to the pyre with their fire drills. Badger stood on the east side of the fire, Wildcat on the west. By the time Coyote returned, the entire body except the heart had been consumed. As he came along, he told, called to them to his, take his brother's father's brother out of the fire, Noe. Then he ran and snatched the heart from the fire and ran towards the east with it. Bullet Hawk, who has been watching, pursued him. Although he struck him several times, he could not make him drop it. Kyoto ran on and on to Wiyoi in the east, and until he grew so hot and tired, he laid down, having decided to eat it. Then he took it up again and went to a cave called Wixlau. And you'll see this mountain called Greased Rock. Like, it's greasy in Arizona. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> then he carried it farther east to the edge, but they say because of the heart, edge of the ah. sea, where he laid it down gently to no trace of blood should show on the ground. He started to eat it slowly and carefully. There was just a tiny drop of blood at the center, which fallen into the water was transformed into many birds of certain variety having red wings red bodies when we lost the great man with all his knowledge hence we know so few of arts of life wild took took charge uh, so it, it goes on and on to really say you know what took place but this is this is the biggest piece as the snake um they went to wikimi where they decided to burn so he could start the morning ceremony so the creator died so there was no way to mourn at this time. They gathered the wood, uh, building a big mountain east of Chimney Peak and west of Parker Reservation, probably the sacred manor of Mojave is meant. Then they sent the crane to summon 
Amahiawiwit, the mythical snake. And you heard that story, what I shared with Dale, right? So, you know, 25 years later, I didn't know I'd find this story. Uh, when Mahiawiwit arrived, he pulled his length around the interior of the enclosure. He commenced in the afternoon and stopped at sundown. And he told them to make it bigger by midnight. Um, and this is what I shared with you about, you know, each tribe reserved, reserved, got a song, child die, Datsil, you know, Chuman, um, and each tribe that got it. You know, the peoples who acquired the song were the Kwaha, Kwachan, Tumal, Lacharp, Neki, Kawia, Wapok, Nimarp. Um, and it's the same, what's wild, you know, 25 years, that's the same story that Dale told me, right? Wow. So, like, you get those cool uh -huh. confirmations. Yeah. Um, and in my clan, this is where I had goosebumps because this was always shared with us. As told by Leslie Spear and James McCarty, a well-respected elder during his time, I had the pleasure in this lifetime to learn from his grandson, Leslie Spear. And he stayed the following of my clan. When the two creators formed people, they made Wildcat. The people started migrating from Wikimedia. Their tracks are still in the rocks there. At the time, the sea reached the foot of the mountains. The creators told Wildcat that he knew everything concerning people and that he should therefore take care of them. He first made a big morning ceremony at Wikimedia and led the people westward to this country. Here they scattered as the several gents, and as they traveled, he named the bushes. Among the people was the White Book. They were called Lakwis. The people of this clan were tired of traveling by the time they reached Mukat. And what's wild is, you know, you mentioned the wild animal park, but that that wild animal park, that um, parking lot is where my village was. What? Yes. Wow. Um, so it's pretty cool, you know. That's um, interesting. Who would have yeah, thought? Yeah, so, so you know? we call it a Mukatkat, but in here they call it Mukat. So they went south to Hatapil here, all the white books perished, saved a few for when they came here. All the others followed the wildcat, circling north and westward to the salt water. Then when they found their progress blocked, they returned eastward and have lived there ever since. This is um, a list of the clans, but they're incomplete. Wildcat told them that there were many people. He said the country was too poor for all the people to live together. And people will pass, you know. Wildcat said, I told these people that some would have to pass each year in order to leave room for the others. Um, so Wildcat was like a huge reason why we're, we have what we have because he taught us, you know, we, all of a sudden we could speak and we didn't know what the hell we were saying. You know, right. we were now, we had ceremonies, but we didn't know what to do. And Wildcat did not want the world to go to humans. He didn't believe they knew how to be. They believe like the gifts that his, the creator was given to them that he, they would take care of. And we can kind of see that, right? You know, songs, they're holding on to them. They're mine, you know, gives me power. Right. I'm somebody, you know, they're not, you're not making it easy. So I think their lessons from then are still happening today of how to be, how to be kind, how to be helpful, how to be supportive. But you're not going to be able to do that with English. You have to know your language and you have to know your songs so that, you know, that's your DNA. You right. know, you get to open that door and lock, you've got to know your language so you can see it from that cultural perspective. And that's our creation story. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're interested in ever reading it, look it up yourself. It's Leslie Spear, uh, 1920. What you also see on my screen is the song cycles. You'll see from Mojave, Yuma, Maricopa, Kokopa, Kamiya, Igeno, Yavapai, Chamuevi, Serrano, and Kawia. We shared all the songs together. Uh, we're family. Uh, these are just notes if you're interested in the handbook of Indians of California, uh, what they say about them. So we get to the website. When you go to the humans.com, you know, our core message is it's important our people learn from their people and community. Our goal is to create an inclusive and diverse learning program online. The humans.com, we plan on creating content from our perspective, giving permission for everyone to have access to it. Facts, if we pass on today, uh, we will have created an environment where anyone can bring back our ways. Um, so things that bugged me as I was growing up was, you know, oh, you're singing it wrong. You're singing it right. You know, <laughs> about, you know, I, I never understood it. We're all right. You know, so here's an example. You know, my teacher, Lorraine Davis, Dale Phillips, Charles Evans, then even myself. It does not matter what version is correct. Let's break down the song. All are sane. So 
Right. The very right. first song is so as you can see in yaz in the song means son kam means to go root word is to leave and when a k is added in my language to an a it becomes ka and when the m is added to ka it becomes come you are being told this it's now a command a we nyam is said on this it was said on this. I'm standing on the hill and I'm saying it was said on this. Lay term used when birds begin to sing. All singers have this piece. Difference is our tu versus a we. So if I said tu, so tu means center versus if I said a we means on this is what he said on this rock. So don't argue about what's right. If you understand your language, you know what they're both saying. Just like as I shared when counting a hen versus a hink, another versus to be alone, but you still understand it means one, <laughs> you know? Wow. Exactly. And I think that is interesting when some people are like, oh, it's supposed to be this way or that way. Um, oh, you, you'd be surprised, Rachel. People will spend 5% on what's wrong versus 95% on what's right. So true. So true. You know, they're right, um, right finders and they're very passionate about it because they're like, this is our language. If you get it wrong, you know, it's going to pass down to the generations in a wrong way. And yet, if yeah. you think about it, think about even the dialects across America. You know, we've got, you've got your Louisiana Southerners, you've got mm -hmm. Northeasterners, the Pacific Northwest. I mean, there's totally different dialects. And with that much spreading out of people over the years, it's going to happen anyway. So I think people should, like you're kind of saying here, maybe stop arguing and start looking at the meaning of the songs and why we sing them, which is so much more important than, I mean, obviously you want to get it right. That's very important, but yeah, can be no. Exactly. Various, well, that that's my fear, though. Imagine if the if it's the wrong person that's telling the right. story, you know, right? And it's being referenced. But I what I love though, like if you look at what happened in Africa, like there was like I want to say like forty different tribes that were trying to bring back the language, but they all agreed like this was going to be the phonetic English way to do it, you know. So where my tribes are at right now is they're <laughs> fighting on which which version of the dictionary is right. Right. versus hey let's just all agree that we're all going to use this and let's all bring it back so um rather than wait for that kind of change because i feel like that's like a generational change me and brothers just did it and built it and yeah. said hey this is how you sing it this is how you say it i don't care yeah. what dictionary you use it's all going to add up to the same thing <laughs> you know and well and you were taught by the elders so yeah it's not like you're going around the whole process speaking of the not elders, only that then... i was taught by their teachers teachers Wow. Because right. like, remember, I didn't have access to Lorraine Davis, right? Yeah. I got to hear about her when I was a kid, you know, but right. through through Dale, I got to know her and how she sings it, but I didn't get access to that until they both passed. Yeah, so I, I exactly. listen to them while they're in the spirit world, you know, right. but I get to see how she sings it. And I get to see how the Mojave sing it. And my friends who, who are other singers that sing it, they share their version. Uh, but that's my goal. My goal is how can I save every singer's voice today? Because, you know, even right. though I'm here in San Pasquale, I want to know how the Mojave sing it because I, I want to save their melodies because they yeah. sing it a little bit different, but just as beautiful. But I want a Mojave kid to know it a thousand years from now. If oh, they're in Baja, a... you know, I just want yeah. this this point of view. So, And that's why I chose the humans so they don't forget that we all came from that mountain that you heard in our story. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, because because preservation can also have its challenges, believe it or not, um, you and I both know that um, when you came to, say, your tribe or your elders and said, hey, I want to start preserving our songs. Was there any pushback in there? Oh, absolutely. Um, a pushback from my own family. You mm -hmm. know, they, they truly believe that death was going to be brought to us. And I just. I don't believe the creator would have put something here to hurt us. I yeah. don't. I believe hu human, I believe man and woman bring that poison to this world. Mm -hmm. You know, and right. if the Not creator the created these songs and the dreamer, because all of our songs were dreamt. They dreamt these songs, these melodies, these stories. Mm -hmm. 
And if the creator gave it to the very first singer, you really think the conversation was don't share it? Right. When the creator talked (laughs) to Buddha, don't share it. When the creator talked to Jesus, don't share it. Can you imagine trying to own the Bible and keep it away from people? Right. You know, I I believe that this story has been happening since the beginning of time through different cultures. We have just never... um, I want to say compared it to indigenous point of view. Like everyone knows Christianity, everyone knows Catholic, but those, those religions are young compared to other religions. How can you look at all the religions and what does it teach about spirituality? Yeah. Cause that's the key. The key is spirituality. How do you have a relationship with yourself and the creator? For sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely want to, in a moment, um, I want to kind of share with the world what your website looks like, you know, easy tips on what to look for yeah. once you're in there and all that. So, um, but first if you shared some songs here and there with us, would you mind mm-hmm. officially singing a song or two for us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think the, the very first song, you know, I would love to share is, you know, when you pass, the first thing that's going to happen is the sun's going to set and you're going to miss that. So that's, that's the first song I'm going to sing. So, and it goes, you always, whenever you start the very first song, it's always slow. Um, Cause you're just barely starting. So, so I'm going to sing to you as if we're, we're, I'm teaching you and we're in my living room uh, as I, you know, sing to my kids. So, second song well if the sun's gonna set what has to happen it has to you know become noon it has to go through that whole day now so i'm gonna say the nay like in the afternoon in the sun in ya it weighs like i have to part ways with you so sun is setting taking you home it's going to become late in the afternoon but i do have to part ways with you say way you know because we're in a, in a in a setting of teaching but if we were at a funeral i would be saying a whim towards the land of the dead mm-hmm. you know so those are the things that we teach like where you're at be careful you know what you're saying you know uh That's so beautiful sun is setting um you know you're realizing, hey, this might be for you. You don't want it to set. So as it's setting, you're saying, no, I was alive yesterday, seconds ago. 
rewind it. You know, why me? I want that sun to rise. So, why me? Why me? Why me? Why me? So what I'm saying, like, you know, today um, in this house I made, like, I want that sun to rise, but unfortunately it's setting. You know, you can't go back. Okay, so um, this will be the fourth song I share with you because, like, at this point, you know, I'm telling the spirit what's happening and the spirit's realizing, like, oh, like, this is going to be about me, huh? And this is when the spirit... Then you very you guys cry together because you're realizing that like you can't go back. So, in my language, we say "well me." It's, he or she cry, she you know. So that's what I'm gonna say. beautiful but also it hits your heart <laughs> yeah it does that but whole that's not, not wanting to see the sun go away you know reverse the time yeah mm. but then and the the wild part is you know the, the spirit doesn't know till about like after 150 songs on that the matinyo good song remember i shared with you mm -hmm. um and that's when they realize like i passed and you're like yeah i'm taking you home but all these songs i'm giving to you so you know oh, where to go yeah. so you're gonna you're gonna go to orion a moon you're gonna live there for a whole year and you're gonna sing these songs and when you see the owl that's that song you see the kid that's that song you don't know where to go to get home oh. Oh, and they're gonna live their life one whole year and they say like that's why they say, don't mention their names. You know, and that's what I've learned. Like my others weren't saying taboo to hurt me. They're saying, don't mm -hmm. mention the name. Because if you love them, you want them to travel in peace. You right. want them to go home. You want th them to go home to who they miss and who they're now going to see. Don't, you would hold them back from that. Right. You know, the creator didn't hold them back from you. That they, they, he creator gave them to you. So don't disrupt that. No one deserves to disrupt that. Now I wasn't told that way. It was like you do it, you die. You know, <laughs> like you right. know, with time, like you know, and that's that's the difference of me and my brothers teach. He's like we're teaching a different way, but at the same time, this is real. Yeah, you're like, teaching the why not... behind it all because it, yes, it, it, the respect it of is, it. Yeah, it means so much more when you understand it that way. It's it's mm -hmm. in a strange way sweet. Yes, and there's songs I won't, you know, share over video or you know, only in person because of the understanding and respect that I have for it. You know, like mm -hmm. no one needs to learn over video or online. You know, what song do you sing when uh, the baby passes and the spirit right. is leaving the body for the very first time? Like you don't need to know the price of that. You know, I know the price yeah. of it because I learned at a young age, but 
you know, as my teachers say, you shouldn't know that until, you know, you're 70 or 80, but it might be, might, no one should bury their children. Right. You know, so you don't need to carry that with you in this life. Let, let us carry it. We'll sing that baby home, mm-hmm. you know, just because you want to learn that song because it sounds cool. Like then you're right. not here for the right reasons. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's to each their own. You know, like we can't force that on anyone. They got to sure. learn that life on their own, you know, but you and I know life will teach you Yes. and you don't want life to teach you because <laughs> the oh. price is high. That's why it's important to listen to your elders. It is. Yeah, it is. Wow. Well, you know, this is such, um, it, it's very touching and, and interesting to know it's some, this is all very new to me, this concept of the bird songs and the beautiful pieces that you have coming when someone is passing on and all that. Um, so, but the good news is, like you said, you're willing to share it with the world. And so Absolutely. I know you have some slides about your, your website. Let's see that. Um, so people know where to go and to check out. Yeah. Let's see here. And thank you, by the way, for making this public for people. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. Does does that show up? Yep. All right. Perfect. So when you go to themes.com, everything's free. We're we're not, nothing's being charged. There's no subscription here. It's not an Amazon. It's, hey, this medicine's here. Go learn it. So you do have to sign up. That's the only thing we do ask, um, you know, that that allows us to know, you know, how many people we're we're getting and it allows us to have funding um with grants and stuff. So, you know, when you go there, you'll be able to see what is a bird song. It'll give you a preview via YouTube. Um the content on YouTube is private. So once you do sign up, you'll have access to it and the lessons because we wanted to build lessons like an academic setting so that you can learn the way you've been learning the last 50 years, but with yeah. our cultural perspective um infused in it. So once you create a username, email, you register, um, it'll take you to first lesson. So if you went to university or middle school or you had, you know, some Chromebooks, you know, COVID really changed the digital learning. You'll see the very first song um, and on the left side, it'll say, hey, this is the very first song, the second song, third song. So we'll teach you the order as well. But the why behind it, you know, why are they singing about the sun going down? You know, why aren't they singing that at midnight? Well, because there's no sun at midnight, you know, so it tells the story of how the day changes. You know, and why is it talking about the owl at night and not the morning? Well, because the owl comes out at night. So, like, we'll explain the why. Um, the end goal, though, is to give you access to all 300 songs. So, we're testing out the very first 10 songs to see how everyone um, receives it, if they learn it, they like this format, get feedback of how we should change it. Um, so, once you you click the very first song, it'll tell you how many steps are, how many you've completed, you know, the market complete. Um, what you'll see is obviously me. You know, um, I want to honor all my people. Um, so what you'll see, the very first picture is what I'm singing about. I sang that very first song for you. Um, the words that are on there for the closed caption are um, in English phonetics. So if you know English, you can say it. You know, so you might say, Inya kam a will lay to a weed nam iu iu. So uh, so you because when you push play you hear me singing it so you have the mm-hmm. how you a one version of how you sing it i'll never say the correct way um you know, I won't know the correct way until I'm on the other side. And I don't want to know that price <laughs> yet. Right. So, so then halfway through the song, as it's going over and over and you're learning, it'll go into what I'm saying in English. Oh, you know, so the nice. sun is going on in the rocks from the center. It will be everywhere. Look, look. Mm. Okay. So and that's how the format is. So you'll also get the words, you know, what each word means in ya, sun, come, being told to go, a will, rocks, lay, the birds begin to sing, do, center, look. Love it. 
Yeah, yeah. That, that seems easy. You know, not easy, but at least digestible. What, without a doubt, and that's and that's my goal. Like, right? Like, I know the three hundred plus people that I've sang for for death. Right? Right. Um, you don't need to know my price of why I know every song. Right. You know, yeah. cry of a mom who lost, you know, her baby or her 20 year old from DUI or, you know, someone killed their kid from drunk driving or or someone, you know, who lost the baby or, you know, our aunt, uncle. So we did all that. We ate all that for you. We're filtering it. And you can yeah. either learn that way or learn this way. I'm alive. You know, you can call me. You know, this is my email, my, you know, my phone. If you ever have questions on how do I sing that song? Um, I just want to make it easier for you. Um, because yeah. truth of it is, I can't hold on to these songs anymore. Um, it's not meant for one person. The people need right. to hold on to it. And um, yeah, as my brother always says, you know, like the reason the Dead Sea is dead is because water doesn't flow to it. Ah. You know? So I can't hold on to these songs because you know my body can't hold on to pure lightning, pure creation. You, mm -hmm. it needs to be. It belongs to all of you. And I put it in the format that you understand it today, sending, um, so that I can move on. But I can't move on until <laughs> it's out there. For sure. Well, and for those who are listening, Chris's email address, again, he's been so kind to share these songs with the world and also give access to him. Please do respect um, his time if you do reach out to him, but he is willing to share his email address, which is chris.alvarado at the humans.com that's c-r-c-h-r-i-s mm -hmm. dot a-l-v-a-r-a-b-o at the humans humans is spelled y-u-m-a-n-s dot com so absolutely definitely reach out if you have questions and go to his website i'll post more information on my native chalk talk facebook page i don't know how you have time to do all these things that you do listeners chris is the founder of the humans and he runs digital marketing for the marriott hotels he teaches at san diego state he lectures for native american studies he helps kids that are interested in streaming he helps with small businesses oh and he's overseen casinos as well so is there anything you don't do chris <laughs> no i i had some great mentors and you know my 25 years i got where i'm at and now i'm able to run all the digital marketing for Marriott vacations worldwide and um, they allow me to do it remotely. So when the time I do have on the weekends, I concentrate on the projects that are important to me. Um, but this medicine belongs to the world, you know, and that's, and that's my message. So you heard the songs and you felt them. You're right. now part of them. That's lovely. I love that. Well, earlier I mentioned a portion of the history of your people. And we left off where the U.S. had declared war on Mexico in 1846. So according to the San Pasquale Band of MissionIndians.org, forces under General Stephen Watts Kearney were sent across the desert to capture San Diego. He arrived with 100 men outside the village of San Pasquale in a driving rainstorm, hoping to eventually link up with the U.S. naval forces arriving in Southern California. Kearney found and attacked a similarly sized California force under Andres Pico. Chief Panto's daughter, Felicita, recalled that early one rainy morning, we saw soldiers that were not Mexicans come riding down the mountainside. They looked like ghosts coming through the mist, and then the fighting began. Witnessing the engagement, the San Pasquale Indians fled in fear to the mountains on the north side of the valley from where they looked down and watched the battle. All day long they fought. We saw some Americans killed and knew they were in a bad way. The San Pasquale Indians' estimation was correct, for the Americans were in a bad way. Tired after their long trek through the desert, many mounted on mules and unable to use their rain-soaked gunpowder, Kearney's men were no match against Californios mounted on French horses and armed with long lances. 16 Americans were killed and 22 wounded. The San Pasquale Indians actually came to the aid of the U.S. Some say it was out of compassion. Others say it may have been because they saw the writing on the wall and knew the U.S. would most likely ultimately take over. After Kearney's men united with U.S. naval forces at San Diego, Ponto lent the Americans desperately needed horses and oxen to pull artillery and supplies in their drive to capture Los Angeles, which was achieved in January 1847. 
And from then on, the U.S. started negotiating with the tribe over land and more. Last time we spoke, you had mentioned General Mesa and also the last chief of your people, Sinon Doro. I apologize mm -hmm. if that's yeah, wrong. Yeah, Sinon Doro. Okay. And I know you have some info that was documented and is in unpublished notes. Mm -hmm. So feel free to fill us in. Yeah, New York, you know, Constance Dubois, she was amazing. You know, I can't imagine being, you know, she was a woman. And during that time in 1850, there wasn't a lot of, you know, women rights, you know, not to the 30s. And mm -hmm. she came out here, her own funding and wow, documented really? and stayed with us for like, you know, 10, 15 years. And um, she became very close with Sinan Duro. And um, during this battle, uh, you know, it's told through the, you know, obviously the historic and American way, but Felicita, um, Ponto's daughter actually wrote a book. Um, you know, you can find it. I think it's still available. Um, and what she wrote was, you know, completely different than what you just shared. You know, she wrote that um, there was a battle in the Temecula area and Kearney had just lost a lot of battles, like from Yuma all the way to here. Um, but he was told that he needed to come down here towards the San Diego area at the time to fight the Mexico war. Um, he didn't have the resources. So, you know, during the desert, he came here. Um, he mentioned something earlier. One of our tribe was very successful because we, you know, half of us were baptized, half of us weren't. So we bought into, you know, uh, this is the only way we're going to survive. You know, if, if we don't become vaqueros or, you know, blacksmith and learn what is being taught to us, like, how are we going to survive in the future? So, you know, unfortunately, we were slaves and, you know, the San Diego mission, we built that mission. They took our people there and went to, we built the San Luis Rey mission. And because we did all that forcefully, right, they they gave us back our valley. And that's why we were able to have our land. Um, so when Kearney came through and he saw this, you know, um, obviously the tribes from the north and, and the, the Mexican army were like, listen, we're not going to start a war with the Kumiai because if you attack one, they all come. And the reason why is because our daughters married the village outside the village, right? You couldn't marry oh, on class. Yeah. So it tied everything, you know? Right. So it was this woven basket that if you attack them, because if you look at our land, we didn't have moats, you know, we didn't have borders. <laughs> they just knew like that was Kumiai territory. Do not go there. Right. Um, but they had respect for our chief, um, Ponto. And so Kearney, they were going to start the war. They were, they were actually going to march. And Ponto rode out there and says, you're not going to fight today. You are you know, you guys are going to rest. And, you know, you're not going to do this here. Um, so Kearney, he stayed there. Um, and his daughter says that they stayed there. And it was my father that stopped the war from happening that day. Um and Kearney was able to rest in his soldiers. But what's wild is in there, she says that she fell in love with one of the soldiers and she ends up getting pregnant from one of the soldiers. And oh, during, really? yeah, during over, um, and these are, these are in his books too. Like he wrote in his own journal, the soldier did. Yeah. Um, so we have a bloodline that's out there. That's half American. That's from our chief's line that, because they end up taking the baby because they they all agree like it would not do good during these times. Oh my gosh. Um, so there's a there's a family out there to this day that belongs to our people um that comes from that American soldier. Um she only mentions the the first name. Uh, oh but, my gosh. This is yeah. such a mystery. Yeah, it is. It really is. Uh but what's cool is she starts describing like you know what happened in the war and the death um but Kearney went to our chief and says, listen, if you fight with us, we will keep your land. We'll give you your land. So you'll see, it's like the Treaty of San Isabel. They promised all this land if we fought for them. So we had to fight our own people like Luceños and um, right. the Hispanic. And we and we won America. We won California for America. Um, and to this day, we never get that credit. Um, right. because Kearney and his soldiers, they, they were sick. They didn't have enough soldiers to fight. They had just came from a big battle in Yuma. Um, and in his journey, he writes that he says that, and he was right. brokenhearted that they didn't honor the treaty with us. 
because because if they did, literally like three quarters of San Diego would be ours to this day. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And um, so. he got all us all this all the tribes together and our and our um chiefs and they signed it. And the reason why a lot of things didn't get done is because at this point the American was starting to give us our American government. So it was no longer who had the heart of the people. It was who was now political, who was killing on their behalf. You know, okay. they were becoming the captains of the world. It wasn't the medicine man and and the young men and women who were going through the old way of learning to see you had a heart, you know, that when there was enough food, you gave it to. When someone passed, you buried them. Those ways were now going away versus how can I, how can I be in power? Because I want what you want you have right right exactly you know? so so that's that's my message today's today's listeners is you'll get a chance to read that you know felicita ponto kearney kearney um and and she has a book out there I'll, I'll i'll send it to you so you can post what the name of it is um but it's amazing you know that story is there but hopefully one day you know we we can get what was honored to us yeah and and do you think anyone has ever come forward saying we think that we're the descendants of these two people no no not yet so i'm hoping this sparks something you know that you know there, there might be Absolutely. some mystery people out there but i do know the family name um i'll have to find out in the book it's in the book but you got to remember names change over the last hundred years you know absolutely so, but, oh my gosh. Uh, but if you're out there dreaming you don't know yes. why you're dreaming and you're hearing bird songs <laughs> well you might you might want to consider you belong to us <laughs> That's right. Go find your people. They're here. Yeah. So true. I mean, it just makes you wonder how much of that is out there today and, and descendants of some really interesting, um, even heroic people that you may not even know you're related to. And mm -hmm. it's always nice when you can find those things out so you can honor those people that came before you. So yeah. And just to kind of clarify in my mind today, where are the Kumeyaay people today? I know they're mostly in California, right? Are are they yeah. also down into Mexico? Yeah, absolutely. Our our people are still in Baja, half of Baja. Um, wow. So if you if you go from like ocean that oceanside south all the way to Baja, and then half of Arizona into uh, Mexico, um, you you'll see our people. That's those are the people that speak all the same language. And to this day, when we have our gatherings, our people from Baja come up here, and they sing. So it's really cool to hear the same songs that we sing. Um, you have to know Spanish because obviously that's the native language there. So they speak Spanish in Kumeyaay and we speak English in Kumeyaay. Um, right. You know, so it's it's really cool to see that it's happening. So that's another goal of ours is, you know, we have federal recognition, you know, just with our tribes, there's $500 million net EBITDA, you know, but mm -hmm. how do we help our tribes down there? You know, right. right now, tribes are per capita getting oh. higher. So they want to keep the per cap for themselves rather than, right. you know, for the community. Um, so those are the things that we're facing now is greed. And you're on the per cap system. Yeah. Um, yep. No, well, I would say tribal gaming system. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Where, where the goal is, you know, the elders now it's like less, less Indians, more per cap for us. So enrollment's closed. So they don't want that to grow. And, and I, I never no. thought about that. Like yeah, a no. tribe that has some people in the US but some people outside of the US that the tribe only in the US only deals with US tribal only, citizens they yeah don't. that's correct so so that's yeah. that's wild right so like when people yeah. like constant wall was coming here in the 1890s to document you know what natives were here and selling baskets right. you know they never thought imagine 100 years later that people would be using that to say who's native and who's not and then you know blood quantum was created to eliminate you and I, you know, yeah. but remember said, remember I said leaders who are leading, they didn't come up through the cultural way. So they don't have the heart. They have the capitalistic way of how do I do what's right for me? Mm -hmm. um, so they now using those documents to say who belongs, who doesn't belong. Oh, you're not enough Indian. Oh, you're Indian, but not from this tribe. You know, we use total, you know, we don't use total Indian blood. So my, my goal is hopefully I leave this world where blood quantum is eliminated. You know, if you're, yeah. if you have any ounce of us, you have a right to us. Um, Agreed. You know, to be part of the that. family. It's, it's really hard. I mean, there are people that are definitely higher blood quantum than I am in my tribe. 
that are not tribal citizens and it's it's sad and it doesn't make them any less native of course they're they are no they are. It, it doesn't but, um but it, it it's just a generational change you know yeah you know in this world people thought it was okay to own people until the constitution said it didn't or the religion right mm-hmm. um it was okay to segregate until it wasn't until you know people stood up so um right Right. You know, it, the oppressed become the, the, the oppressors become the oppressed, right? Mm. Never did our ancestors mm. think when we were being raped, pillaged and murdered and burned off our land, that it would be our own people hurting each other exactly for money. But that was the goal, right? That's capitalism to its core. Now, I do believe capitalism is good with the right heart, um, yeah. the right leader, you know, and you'll see a lot of tribes that are flourishing um, that do good. Um, with with their brand and their investment and they are taking you know instead of increasing their per cap they're keeping it the same and investing in language you know Mm -hmm. maybe teaming up with Rosetta Stone of how do we create a language you know Um, but it's still not enough you know when you have 500 million dollars EBITDA in just my era with my people you should be seeing your own middle schools your own high schools your own colleges you know we got the college uh, but now it's like how do we have our own hospitals how do we have our own fire departments for the whole nation. And then, then it has to go beyond the borders. How are we giving back to the community? Right. Um, and there's a lot of tribes that are doing good with that. But we still yeah. got to, but blood quantum is always going to cause that to not come together. It was designed for that. <laughs> it's sure, It's still causing problems today, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, hopefully with the new leader in the BIA, you know, now that we have a native representing us, hopefully one day yeah. she, she attacks that. Yeah, absolutely. The sky's the limit right now. This mm-hmm. is this is the day for the native, and there's not that many tribal members in existence in your tribe today, right? Yeah, that's correct, and and it's for capitalistic reasons. You know, the per capita is very high, so yeah. we only have about a hundred enrolled. You know, they closed enroll enrollment about I want to say maybe ten fifteen years ago, because um, they want to keep that money for themselves rather than you know for the community. Um, but, you know, with 100 being federally recognized, there's 4,000 of us on our reservation. You know, and oh, they know if they wow. open the rolls, that money goes away and yeah. you, you're really being native because you want to be, not for the per cap. Right. Good <laughs> yeah. So Makes that's sense. that's where my people are at. And the good news is, um, well, it's kind of good and sad that, you know, like most of our elders, you know, they're in their 70s and 80s and, you know. If they don't open those rules, you know, the tribe, the tribe will die. So I had a, a side note question. What is the traditional wear or regalia of your people? Yeah, we, we were like, uh, we had like eagle skirts. That was huge for us. You know, we, you know, any feathers and it goes around us. Um, I think I thought I had a picture. Let's see. Um, maybe I'll send you one later, but um let me see if I can find it real fast. Yeah, here we go. This is a good one. Actually, I think it's on the humans. I think I have a picture of it. Okay. Yeah, one second. Yeah, here we go. Let me share. So you see this right here? Oh, yeah. Zoom in. So this is our traditional regalia. You know, know, we had a skin covered and we have our feathers. Feathers These are our ceremonial feathers. I don't know what that kind of headdress is called. Do you know? No, um, no, it's just the way our style. So we have a band and the feathers come out around and you become the birds like in the beginning. You become the birds. It's so perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Interesting. Yep. And here's another picture regalia. You know, you yeah. have to type, you know, D-I-E-G-U-E-N-O, D-I-E-G-U-E-N-O, because that's how we're classified. If you ever type in Epi or Kumiai, nothing will come up. Right. Um, I noticed that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. 
Good to yep. know. So folks that are listening, don't forget to rush over to YouTube to be able to see some of these visuals that Chris has given us today. It's very fascinating. So I'd love to hear about your ancestors. What stories and history do you know about them? You know, I remember talking with my parents and I'd be like, what what happened to us? Like, why are we not in the valley? And we ended up finding out that they actually surveyed the wrong land. We're supposed to be in the valley. Oh. So our reservation was recorded in the wrong area. Um, and I asked, like, well, why? When you were growing up with great-grandma Spiegel, and he's like, yeah, but they didn't speak it because they didn't want us going to school not knowing English. You know, they didn't want to teach us oh, Spanish man. because, you know, they want us to know English. They want us to be successful. And the sad thing that we had happen was all our elders, like around 1900, when we were burned out of the valley, um, they were like 112, 120. And oh. so their kids were in 60s or 70s. So that's why their kids never went to the mission schools because they were too old. Right. So right. our kids, you know, we back then, they weren't even born yet. You know, so um, they were already in their 30s. They knew they knew the culture. So when they died around 1900, while this was all happening, you know, they were already adults, hmm. you know, so they didn't go to the missions. Um, but the problem with that is they didn't learn the language or the culture. So our line broke because of that. We got burnt yeah. out. So our people had to learn from, you know, the other tribes, the, the ways then brought it back and. It's kind of funny how it's like coming full circle where we're trying to give back as well yeah, with the clans. So um, I know our elders, like, you know, they wouldn't let us come on here to like about 1970. Um, the BIA and there was a family that stayed here on this land um, and didn't want anyone else to come here. So it took like 40 years for us to get here. Uh, so we really didn't come up to Valley Center until about 1970. Um, and it's been flourishing ever since. Um, and then when the casino was born, um it brought more families to come back for those benefits um so now you have families that you know had that did it for the right reasons went to la to learn to you know to survive and then you have those that have been here since day one and then you have those that don't know any culture or customs or tradition so it's been a good melting pot but hopefully you know over time um we can find that find that balance but unfortunately when anytime there's greed um, it'll it'll win because people are not they don't know the language they don't know how to think you know right. about others versus themselves because english doesn't teach you that right and that's what our elders would always say know your language and you'll know what to do in this world love that wise words of wisdom not mine the elders <laughs> <laughs> thank you elders so i'm sure you're proud of your people and the many obstacles they've overcome to be where they are today. And you're one of only a few remaining from your tribe and you're doing them proud by preserving the songs and culture. So before we go though, are there any native causes or businesses you'd like to promote? Yeah, yours. Um, huh? I think your native podcast is doing amazing work. I think, you know, the connections you're making with different tribes you know, I would love to see where one day my kids look up my name and see this a thousand years, you know, and that's, and I, I think that's beautiful work, you know, you're having conversations with those in the past. And, and that's what I would say to them is that just, you know, we're proud of you guys, you know, and the work you're doing um, and those to come and your, your future generations, you know, they should be proud of the work you're doing. And the reason we're doing this and we're going against the grain and being judged and not supported. And all of a sudden it's everyone's idea, right? Oh, this right. is a good idea. Once right. they see it, yeah. um, you know, reason why we're going against that grain is because we want you to know how much you're loved. We want you to know that your elders wanted this for you. They never would have spoke to a stranger in 1800. They never would have documented in 1900. And as um, our chief said to Constable Bois, Write this word for word because those who are coming will know what I mean. That is so well said. Mm -hmm. I want to type those notes up and listen to that. I mean, that's so interesting to know that you are loved. Mm -hmm. Right. That's great. Thank you for sharing that with us. 
And finally, are there any words of wisdom you'd like to share with our listeners? Just be first in your story. You know, um, it was how to put all this together, but it was rewarding because there was always going to be a third who hated it. There was always going to be a third who supported it. There was always going to be a third who was going to be neutral to it. So you might as well do what you want to do. Very true. And we are cheering y'all on. Thank this you. This generation, the generations to come, all that are going to hear great things from you and the good work you're doing. And I know this has taken thousands of hours of your time. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 30 years. 30 years. 30 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Life's mission, right? Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you for the platform. Yeah, cookie. Yeah, hon. Thanks for listening to Native Chalk Talk. Be sure to join our community on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Simply search for Native Chalk Talk. That's Native, C-H-O-C-T-A-L-K. And check us out at nativechalktalk.com. Stay tuned for the next episode. You're going to love it. Yakoki. Thank you, my friends.